Welcome back to the Champion Forum podcast. This episode is brought to you by my friends at Good Steward Accounting. Are you an entrepreneur that's looking to grow your business but often find yourself in the weeds, managing your finances, looking for ways to maximize profit? Maybe you're a small to medium-sized company that doesn't have the budget quite yet for an internal CFO. If that sounds like you and your current position, I want to introduce you to Good Steward Accounting. Good Steward Accounting is a full-service accounting firm dedicated to creating customized solutions for that small to medium-sized company. They have a proven track record in helping businesses with budgeting, raising capital, cash flow management, as well as short-term and long-term financial strategy. To take advantage of a free one-hour financial consultation of your business, I want to encourage you to email info at goodstewardaccounting.com. That's info at goodstewardaccounting.com. I-N-F-O at G-O-O-D-S-T-E-W-A-R-D accounting.com. Tell them that Jeff Hancher sent you. You will not regret it. Good Steward Accounting is the preferred accountant, the accountant that I use for the Champion Forum. Tell them that Jeff sent you and they come highly recommended. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. I am your host and your biggest fan, Jeff Hancher, and it's my mission to help everyone lead, inspire, and win in this life. I want to thank you, everybody listening in, for making Champion Forum podcast a part of your personal journey to success. As this episode is launching, we're just a couple of days away from our one-year anniversary. Hard to believe that uh, we have been at this for one year, and I really appreciate you making me a part of your leadership pursuit. You know, it would help us a ton if you would invest a moment. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast from wherever you stream. This helps us to promote the content, and it helps get the teaching out to many, many more people. Well, look, in today's episode, I'm going to be covering the subject of intentional leadership. Do you ever find that people that you lead are always asking you questions for clarification? They kind of want to know what you mean. What, What did you mean by that, boss? What were you saying about that? Are your team meetings possibly getting off track? You find it challenging to stay on task with your people? You're, you're kind of scattered here and there. You, you, you disguise it and under the poise of multitasking. Meanwhile, what's really going on is you're kind of disheveled. Do you feel that there's a, a constraint in getting healthy debate and feedback from your subordinates? Meaning, you know, are they steamrolling the environment, the meeting, the situation, or the extreme opposite of that? Nobody's saying anything. There's no innovation coming. There's no healthy dialogue, no feedback coming through. These are things that would be indicators or signs that you might be lacking as an intentional leader. Now, you might say, Jeff, look, I got all those things on lockdown. These are just a few areas that would be signs. However, maybe you are an intentional leader, but there's always room to improve. So what does it mean to be an intentional leader? Many people that I talk to about this subject, they assume that it's the same thing as being assertive or decisive. And although related, intentionality is different. 
That's not me telling you that assertive and decisive are not leadership characteristics that you should not possess. You absolutely should possess assertiveness. I did a whole podcast episode on assertiveness. Yes, you should be a decisive leader, but intentionality is different. Being intentional could be thought of as directedness towards something, an ideal, an initiative, a goal, a task, whatever that might be. In leadership, intentionality is sustained focus on a goal or an initiative, one that has purpose, one that has meaning to your organization. People experience an intentional leader as deliberate. Do you have a leader maybe in your life, a mentor in your life, that when you look at them, you just see that they're deliberate. They're very, very calculated. It leaves you feeling like you know what to expect. Matter of fact, you can almost finish their words. Or when you go to them with something, you almost already know how they're going to respond. They're very calculated in their routines. They're very deliberate. They're very intentional. Intentional leaders, one thing that intentional leaders have in common is that they have a plan. And typically, it's very clear. And typically, the people that they're addressing the plan to, they understand it. They communicate it very, very well. These intentional leaders, they know what they're doing, and they know why they're doing it. You know, it's one thing to be good at something, but it's another thing to articulate why you're good at it. You know, there's a lot of people in the world that are good at what they do, and when you ask them, why are you so good at what what you're doing? They can't articulate why. Intentional leaders, not only are they typically good at getting results and good at getting followers, loyal followers, but they can articulate to protégés and people they're developing on how they can get there as well. They can pinpoint exactly what it is that they do as disciplines to be intentional and get those kind of results. Being an intentional leader is to be deliberate and very purposeful in everything that you do. This is not a wing it mentality. You know, there's some leaders out there that are good in spots, and so they highlight those spots, but what happens is because they're not intentional and they're not deliberate and purposeful, they become a one-trick pony. I'll give you an idea, and you may be thinking of somebody that fits this. This is typically the person that will bounce around a lot, meaning they'll go in and there'll be a flash in the pan in one area, and they'll wow everybody, but they can't sustain it. So what do they do? They take that sizzle somewhere else, they make big impact again, and then they fizzle, and then they just keep jumping around. They're very, very good at the sprint, but they're not real good at the marathon. And so that's because they're not deliberate and they're not purposeful in every area of leadership. To be an intentional leader means you have systems, you have processes, you're very purposeful, and this helps you run a great marathon and sustain success over the long haul. And most of us have fallen into such a routine that the events of our day are planned out by going through the motions. It's like the movie Groundhog Day, if you've ever seen that. It's like over and over again, over and over again, same thing over again. And we kind of become stagnant. We let ourselves become stagnant. Intentional leaders don't have that mindset. Intentional leaders say, look, this is status quo. 
I don't live there. I got to change the status quo. I can't have it like this for too long. If it's like this too long, it's not innovating. It's not progressing. It's not forward thinking. Intentional leaders don't live in that stagnant, mundane, routine kind of lifestyle. Now, that's not me saying that there are some things that you have to, the X's and O's. Uh, Some people call it the blocking and the tackling, the fundamentals. Fundamentals should never be ignored. That's not my, that's not my delivery here. What I'm telling you is, is that as a leader and as an organization, you have to ever be on the increase of innovation. Intentional leaders are typically the ones in an organization that is driving change and in dry, and driving innovation. Having a routine is not bad. What's important is to purposefully handle each situation with precision and care. Whatever situations that are coming at you, you're very intentional and very precise in how you deal with them. Thomas, Thomas Edison, he put it this way. He said, being busy does not always mean real work. The object of all work is production or accomplishment, and to see either of these ends, there must be forethought, system, planning, intelligence, and honest purpose, as well as perspiration. What does he mean by that? That means that there's got to be some sweat equity. And he finishes it by saying, seeming to do is not doing, meaning there has to be some there has to be some doing here being busy does not always mean real work i think those words from thomas edison are profound you see as a leader you have the opportunity to be intentional with your teammates and by doing so you may just impart a positive pattern that they're soon going to adopt into their own pursuit you can't expect people to see you as a leader just because you have title I've talked about leading with influence many, many times during podcast episodes. You have to be intentional with your people in developing trust, respect of those around you at the peer level, up in your organization, down in your organization. You have to take deliberate actions for others to follow your vision and your direction. Without an intentional leadership style, what you run the risk of is being defined as passive and indecisive. And if you're listening, you might be like, well, hey, Jeff, that's me. What's the big deal? What's the problem? I'm not telling you you're a bad person if you're passive and indecisive. I'm just telling you those aren't leadership qualities that thrive. They just don't. And you might say, well, Jeff, you know, I'm passive and it works out just fine. I did a whole episode on it. You can go back and listen to assertive leadership. But here's what I'm telling you. Intentional leaders don't fall into those categories. They, they, you do not want to be labeled as indecisive. Even if you're saying you're not. I just had a conversation with somebody about uh, perception and reality. It really doesn't matter what you think. If the, if the perception of the people that you're leading see you as somebody indecisive, that is not helping you. If you're intentional about your pursuit and intentional about who you are as a leader, you will never be labeled as indecisive. The two just can't coexist. By becoming an intentional leader, you will become a more assertive leader. You'll earn the respect of your team. You'll drive results, you'll safeguard employee turnover, and you'll drive higher engagement of your organization. Those are all key contributors 
to success, not only at the organizational level, but also in the personal development level. Intentional leaders are assertive. You didn't hear me say aggressive, and you surely didn't hear me say passive aggressive. I said assertive. They're very decisive. They're direct. They don't avoid conflict. They call things as they see them. They don't apologize for how they feel if something, it's something that they're passionate about. The bottom line is this. People most often enjoy following leaders that are direct and intentional about the mission. Nobody likes somebody that is here one day on this item, they're, they're, they're on to the next thing the next day. They're, they are wishy-washy based off of who's around. They're wishy-washy based off of circumstance. Have you ever had a boss that they tell you something, uh, you, you guys are on the same page with something, and then your boss's boss shows up on the scene? And all of a sudden, it was like they just turned into a different person. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. It's like they have a split personality. Man, we were just talking about this. I thought we were on the same page. Their boss shows up, and it's like, who is this person? They just became a monster. Who is this? They're probably not an intentional leader. That's the opportunity that they have. And if this is you listening, you know who you are. You know exactly who you are. You do this. You will throw your people under the bus when your boss is around. That can't happen. You're going to lose credibility. You may win the battle with your boss, but you are losing the war with the people that are counting on you to lead them. People that are intentional, leaders that are intentional, don't allow that to happen. So I want to give you a few practical tips that I've incorporated in my leadership journey that will help you on your journey to becoming a more intentional leader as well. The first thing that I want to talk to you about is you have to communicate your mission. Talk about the vision and the values of your company every chance that you get. Review your core values in staff meetings. Remind your team members why they want to work for you and your organization. Give your people a reason to come into the office other than a paycheck. It, people are not driven by money. You will not convince me of that. Is, is money a motivator? Of course. You know, there's reasons that people come, but there's bigger reasons of why people stay. And communicating your mission is an intentional way to safeguard that. Vision creates a strong sense of purpose and meaning, not to mention that it drives a strong culture. Do your people know what the vision is? Do your people know what the mission is? I talked a lot about this in a podcast episode entitled Engagement. This is so important, and part of being an intentional leader is being intentional that you communicate the mission of your organization. If you haven't already created a vision statement or a principal objective that is meaningful to your customers and to your employees, you need to get on that and you need to spread that information. The second thing is you've got to guard the culture. Intentional leaders, man, they are vigilant in, guard, in guarding culture. Let me ask you this, leader, business owner, entrepreneur, What's your company's reputation? Is it, is, it in, is it a place that people enjoy working at? Is it a place that, I mean, look, you're in your bubble. You, you have this impression of what your company is, but what is it really? Do your people enjoy being at your organization? Is it a place where people are feel, fearful of your leadership, 
when you walk in, they don't know what to expect. What kind of mood are they going to be in today? Do they embrace your style of leadership? You need to get your finger on the pulse of your business and find out what your employees like or dislike about your leadership and the overall culture of the business. Now, that's not me saying that you have to have ice cream socials and pony rides just to make everybody happy. There is a time for tough conversations, but you have to you have to have a pulse on the culture and what are people saying? What are they thinking? Especially if you're at a high level of leadership, people are watching you. This is a strong key performance indicator of culture and engagement, which is how are the top leaders in the organization viewed by the masses of the employees under them? So important. That's even important as your company grows and you can't interact with every team member one-on-one. What's it going to look like as your business scales? And if you're in a large organization now, you're, you already know this. But if you are a scaling, emerging business, this is absolutely critical because you're not going to have the same interaction as your organization grows. What are you doing to safeguard the culture and scale up? Safeguarding the culture also means accountability, and you can't lose sight of this as an intentional leader. Being intentional means moving swiftly to address poor employee performance or behavior that does not line up with the ideals and the culture that you're building as the leader. And yes, this includes your best performers. You do not compromise. Intentional leaders do not discriminate when holding anybody accountable that could be compromising the culture of an organization. It doesn't matter if they're your peak performer, the best person on the team, the home run hitter, it doesn't matter. Intentional means moving swiftly to address behaviors that could even in the very smallest way affect the culture that you're building. Intentional leaders guard the culture that they're building. Number three, you got to give constructive and useful feedback as an intentional leader. Make sure you're helping people get better and not just leaving a wound. There's a difference Some people that don't do this well, they think that swinging the stick is the way to do it. It's a way to do it. It's not the most effective way. You're just leaving open wounds, and people are cowering when you come around. Intentional leaders, they take a little bit of a different approach. They offer accountability, yes. They offer discipline, yes. But it's in an effort to correct or improve a behavior, not just beat somebody down. When people are exceeding expectations, also make sure that you show appreciation for their hard work. Because I can tell you, as an intentional leader, intentional leaders know that the only way to take a withdrawal is to make a deposit. Doesn't it work that way in your your local bank? You can only take out what you've put in. However, some people that aren't intentional about giving constructive and useful feedback, they just want to beat people. They want all the withdrawals, but they don't want the effort of making a deposit. When people are doing well, show gratitude, show appreciation. That way, whenever you have to have constructive feedback, you have people that feel like they've let you down. There's a big difference. Say thank you. Write notes of gratitude. I've talked a lot about note writing and letters home, showing ways to be uh, grateful for what peak performance looks like people going out of their way. Take people to lunch when you can. Go for a coffee. You know, these kind of things outside of the normal box of business 
are, are typically the areas that I have found that have forged the most meaningful relationships. Tell them, great job. It takes very little time, and it's absolutely free. You know, in the hustle and the bustle, we as leaders sometimes forget the small things and we miss out on opportunities to really connect with our people. People want to grow. They want to develop. They're looking for positive affirmation, and they're also looking for correction and constructive and useful feedback. How are you delivering that as an intentional leader? Is it an opportunity for your improvement? The fourth thing is you got to take responsibility for mistakes. If you're an aggressive type leader, you're not good at this most often. If you're a passive, you probably do this too much. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for being sorry. I'm sorry for everything. Matter of fact, I'm so sorry. You know what I am? I'm sorry. That's what I am. I'm a sorry leader. If you're aggressive, you're never sorry. You're, you know what? It's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. I'm passing blame. The, the intentional, assertive leader, they take responsibility for mistakes. It's easy to lead when everything's going great. The true mark of a great intentional leader is admitting failure. When you say, I messed up, and you figure out a way to fix it, you earn the respect of your peers and your team members. And here's a sidebar on this. If your team messes up the project and your boss is coming with fury, own it. You own it. You don't point blame at your team. You own it. It might be somebody else's fault. It might be that, you know, Sally dropped the ball or Bob dropped the ball, but I told Bob to do it and Bob didn't do it. No, you own it. You're the leader. You own it. When it fails, you own it. When it wins, the team gets all the praise. You have to own it. When you say, I messed up and you figure out a way to fix it, man, you earn a ton of respect. That's not me telling you to go in and be soft and be sorry about everything because that's way too passive. That's weak, and it, it, nobody is coming on board, and you're not earning any respect. But when you got to own it, absolutely own it. Being intentional in owning your mistake as a leader, what this does is it creates authenticity. It creates brand. And I will tell you this, people follow authentic leaders. Now, if you're making mistakes every day, you better own that and you better figure it out and you better look in the mirror and ask yourself, am I in the right role? But look, you're a human being. Like if you make a mistake and you have made the proper deposits with your team and you blow it, I can tell you this, there have been times that I was coming under pressure from my boss and I had to go deep, go deep in the well with my team and say, team, listen, man, I need you now more than ever. I, I blew this uh, assignment and I, I, it's my fault. I own it. it. Man, it was encouraging to have the people under me, leaders, uh, people in the field say, we got you, boss. Man, we're not going to let you fail. What do you need? We, let's go. Let's do it. And you create that community. You don't want to go into that well too often because then it's just like you're abusing the, the privilege. But man, it's great as a leader that you know you can go into that bank account every once in a while. You can make that, that withdrawal. And man, the team is behind you. Matter of fact, they don't want to see you fail. And they see your transparency. And they're coming. They're riding. The Calvary is coming. We got you, boss. We're not going to let the ship sink. We got you. This is going to happen. Folks, I can tell you, that is one of the most encouraging things to do. Be real with your team. 
If you fail, own it and be authentic with your team. They will absolutely respect it. The number five thing is stretch your comfort zone. Playing it too safe can undermine your leadership. This is, this is no, by no means a license to be a renegade leader. However, in my experience, progress is always made at the hand of innovation. You almost have to take a posture as an intentional leader that if it's not me, who is it? If it's not me changing our brand for the better, if it's not me innovating our services for the better, if it's not me innovating product development better, who's it going to be? And last I checked, a lot of times innovation and progress comes with a little discomfort. And guess what else it comes with? Calculated risk. Great leaders chase new ideas. Taking an intentional approach to progress and including your team is tremendously engaging. You will never make progress if you don't keep moving forward. You've got to keep moving forward. Intentional leaders are that. They're progressive. Who doesn't like progress? Challenge yourself to take the next step, even if it's uncomfortable. Sometimes, as leaders... We are more worried about the setback, so we will just never play. I, I've said it before. The best way to never lose is don't play the game. Just stay on the sideline and watch everybody else. That way, if the team loses, you won't have to say, wasn't my fault, I didn't play. Get in and play. You have to be intentional, but prepare yourself so that you have self-confidence to innovate and to manage through the change. The sixth thing is focus on what matters most. This is so big. You know, I, I say it often, there's 24 hours in a day, and what separates the good from the great is how you spend your time. Leader, stop trying to do it all. You're not built for that. Find ways to take some stuff off of your plate. Be intentional about what you're going to say no to. The greatest leaders spend their time deciding what they're not going to do. That way, whatever's left, they can put a lot of energy and a lot of effort into it. I want you to list all of the things that you think you need to do and then delegate what you can get rid of, the junk that doesn't lead to progress. Get somebody else to do that. Matter of fact, you might be doing somebody else a favor. When you go to somebody that's emerging and you delegate a task that you've owned for a long time, and you go to somebody and you say, listen, I've been watching what you're doing. I think that uh, you've, you've built yourself to an area of increased responsibility, and I want to give you a little bit more uh, because I think you're ready for it. And so here's an assignment, and I'm going to be watching and coaching this. Not only are you taking something off of your plate, but you're giving that person an opportunity to take on additional responsibility and showcase what they've been preparing for. Don't take that lightly. Make sure that you're doing that. Be intentional about what you're saying no to and delegate where appropriate. The other thing is don't let small stuff hijack your priorities and take your focus off what matters, i.e. social media. Uh, we live in a day of... TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, email, like you name it. This stuff will hijack your priorities. And it could be even, maybe it's not social media. That's an extreme example. It could be uh, office banter. It could be the water cooler talk. 
It could be extended lunch breaks. It could be getting caught up at the office in conversations that aren't carrying any impact and are definitely not carrying any meaningful impact to your pursuit. As leaders, as people of progress, we have to focus on what I call your HPAs. These are your high-performing activities. These are the actions you can take as a leader that give you the best return on your time. You need to think about your strengths. What are you good at? And are you doubling down your energy in those areas? Are you doubling down your efforts and making sure that's where you're spending your time? Those HPAs is where you're going to get the best return on your dollar, uh, on your time. If you are spending time on spreadsheets and that's not your strength, one, you're frustrated, two, you're probably not effective, you're not getting good output with it, and I'm not, look, there's some things you can't delegate, but if you can delegate something, and why I'm using that example is because that's me. Technology is not my thing. It's not my strength. It, I'm not making excuses, but I'm telling you this. Any chance I can get to outsource technology, consider it done. I want to be on the stage. I want to be communicating. I want them to send me in to close the big sale. You know, I want to be used in that way. You have to understand as a leader, you're going to be stretched. You're going to be pulled in many directions because you have answers to a lot of problems. And if you're listening and you're a leader, you know this. If you're new to leadership or you're aspiring to lead, it's going to happen. Why? Because you have the answers. Don't hate. Don't hate this. This is great pressure for you to have. People pulling on your pant leg, people pulling on your shirt. Hey, Jeff, I need you over here. Hey, Jeff, can you help with this assignment? Hey, Jeff, can you dive in here? That's because you have answers. Don't despise the journey. This is a great problem to have, but you have to realize you are not Superman. You are not Superwoman. This is critical that you're intentional with this area and you're deciding how are you going to spend your time? What are you going to spend your time on? What can you delegate? And you have to focus on what matters most. Otherwise, you're going to become likely burned out and your team will define you as scattered. Your team will define you as disorganized, disheveled, double booking appointments, all this stuff. I Look, I have fallen victim to this. You just get too much going on. Focus on what you're great at. Keep the main things the main things. And lastly, number seven, be aware of your leadership influence. Intentional leaders have high awareness, very high self-awareness, very high situational awareness. Your team members will feed off of your emotions and, and your outlook. You have to assume that everybody's watching all the time. If you're constantly worried, talking about results, your team might panic. Oh my gosh, I don't know what we're going to do. This is the third month in a row that we missed our number. Oh my gosh, I don't know what we're going to do. We barely made payroll. Like your team is watching. You can't be the doomsday preacher. You can't be the Debbie Downer. I'm not saying be fake and, and naive when things are obvious, but man, there's got to be some optimism. If you're not, and this is always, woe is me, what are we going to do? It's like you're call, you call your boss because somebody quit. You call them and they're like, oh my gosh, how in the world did that happen? How are we ever going to move forward? How are we going to function? I don't know what we're going to do. Do you have a boss like that? Isn't it exhausting 
Like nobody likes that. And if that's you, as I'm saying these things, if you have found yourself saying those kind of things, you got to take a very good look in the mirror and you have to be aware of your influence as a leader. What are the, those people? They might not be saying it to your face, but they get off the phone. They're like, wait, is he the boss? Because it just sounded to me like he gave up. It just sounded to me like he felt like we, we could never win in this environment. Is my job in jeopardy? Am I going to get fired? Should I be looking to get out of here? Is there going to be layoffs? Is the business going to make it? Then they take that thought and they spread it to the masses. Leader, don't be naive. If that's you, that's what's happening. This will lead to potential concerns that maybe aren't even there. They're not even real. But because of your demeanor, because of how you speak, because of your body language, these perceptions start bubbling up. It affects engagement. And worst case scenario, it affects turnover. Ultimately, that's going to affect your bottom line. That's going to affect customer engagement. If you show confidence, however, and you're intentional with it, your team's going to pick up on that, and it's going to be magnetic. This includes your body language, by the way. You know, your expressions say a thousand words. When you, when you have to deliver bad news to your boss and you get the grimace or the, the brow raise or whatever. And look, I'm not saying to smile about everything. Like somebody missed their number. I'm not saying you do a cartwheel and, hey, that's okay. We'll get them next time. There's a time for challenging leadership. I'm giving you the essence of the exaggerated here. People are watching you, leader. They're watching your reactions, leader, way more than you probably even realize. You're probably not giving yourself enough credit as to how people view you as the boss. Intentional leaders are always aware of their surroundings and they understand the impact of their reactions and their language, both verbal and body language, how that has an impact on the environment and the morale of the team. Don't take this lightly, intentional leader. It's easy to celebrate wins and create a positive environment when everything is great. My dad used to call those environments hunky-dory. To this day, I don't know what that means. But when things are great, it's easy to celebrate. However, it's when your organization is really tested that your true character as being an intentional leader is going to bubble up. It's going to rise up. You know, we see this with many military leaders. You know, can you imagine somebody that wasn't intentional in the roughest situations when truly lives depended upon it? And business is a far cry from that. But man, we've got to be intentional. If any of you listening were in leadership during 08, 09, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those were a rough couple of years. This was not the time to be a reactive leader. This was the time for intentional and visionary leadership. As a leader, you carry influence. You know, during that time in 08, 09, things weren't good at every company. Everybody was facing challenges for the most part. People were getting laid off. You know, can you imagine... Like, I, you know, people go in the room, leaders go in the room and are like, yeah, you're probably next. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to make payroll. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep the lights on. Nobody likes that. They need somebody coming in the room and saying, look, we're in a bad economic time. There's no doubt. 
But look, we've spent the last several years preparing, and we're conditioned well. We're conditioned better than most companies. And when we, when we go through this tough time, and look, it's tough. I'm not, I'm not candy-coating this. But I can tell you this. We're going to come out the other side stronger. We're going to be way ahead than our competitors because they didn't position themselves like we did. And we're going to get through this tough time. And we, when we come out the other side, team, we're going to be better. And we're going to be well-positioned in the marketplace to win and push back the competition and take market share and grow our bottom line and grow profits so that we can grow as a company and you can advance your career. That's where we're heading. Man, that makes a bad situation seem like, man, let's, let's suck it up here. Let's get through the battle. We get through the battle, we're going to be stronger on the other side. That's the type of intentional leadership that has to take place in the midst of challenges. Don't celebrate because everybody likes you when everything is going good. There's nothing to celebrate. You haven't been tested yet. You've got to be intentional in the tough times. Remember, as a leader, you carry the influence. As the leader goes, so goes the team. People are watching you, leader. What are you delivering for them to see? Leadership does not just happen with the snap of a finger. It happens every day when you take intentional steps that push you and your team to the next level. Know where you want to take your business. Keep going in that direction no matter what and take your team with you. That's intentional leadership. Listen, I hope this message challenged you to look at your leadership brand and provoked you to become a more intentional leader. Make sure that you go and you review the show notes from this episode at thechampionforum.com. You now have the opportunity to get these show notes emailed to you directly every week as well. Be sure to sign up for that free resource by going to thechampionforum.com. Listen, be intentional. Get those show notes out. Reflect on your own journey. People will follow intentional leaders. Intentional leadership is magnetic and it will get you to your goals. It will help you fulfill your leadership capacity. I appreciate you all joining in the discussion today. I wish you all the best as you become a more intentional leader. And until next time, be sure that you remember that you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.